Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. If you've ever made out with your mom or dad, uh, if you... If you've ever made out with your mom or dad's friend, friends at a swingers party at your house because you woke up in the middle of the night and you weren't supposed to be up and your mom and dad were having a swingers party in the hot tub at the house and you accidentally made out with one of their friends, you've come to the right podcast. Been there. <laughs> oh, shit. What's going on, guys? How's Welcome to the Brohio podcast, everyone. I'm the delicious Nicolicious. I'm Rob Dog. Hey, guys. You guys are finding yourselves in the stickiest, gooeyest, some people call it the cream spot. Ooh. You're in the cream spot, and we're happy you're here. We're so happy. I remember one time we were house, a friend, we were with a friend, you know him, he's kind of fucking goofy. Mm-hmm. Oh, we, I sure do. He was my dum-dum. <laughs> yeah. We were, we were house sitting for a really uh, well-to-do attorney in our area, mm-hmm. and his mom and dad were... Uh, were there and they had a bunch of friends over and there's a hot tub and I woke up in the middle of the night and looked out the this house is like three or four stories tall and I looked out the window where I was at and I could see them all in the out in the hot tub out back and all those little women had their titties out they hell all, yeah they're all topless hanging out in the hot tub <laughs> I said that's fucking wild bless man. their hearts didn't even do anything I was didn't even care I hadn't even got hair in my prunes yet <laughs> wasn't exciting or anything. I just That's said, a bummer, man. A whole bunch of titties <clears throat> down there. Yeah. A whole bunch of sunburned-ass titties. So I went back to bed. To this day, I wish I could go back and relive that five minutes. <laughs> Glories. Zoom in on them. Glory days. Nasty things. Let's hop on these. Uh, first off, this episode of the Brio Podcast is bought, brought to you by our best friends at Sticker Theories. Oh, yeah. You go to stickertheories.com, use the promo code Brohio, you're going to save some money. They're the fucking coolest people ever. For sure. Yep. Oh, Easy, oh Robert. Oh, geez, about broke down the whole fucking table. God. Sorry. We got a lot of new patron subscribers, I think. We uh, do. Either that or it was a glitch, but we got to roll through these things really fast or everyone's going to turn us off. Doug Bruce... I got a dog named Bruce. He licks his dick and balls. He can put them all in his mouth. Thank you, Doug Bruce. Jeff Flores. Thank you very much, Jeff. I wish my mom named me after Flower. <laughs> Little girly man, Jeff. <laughs> JD, or as I like to call him. I don't know. There's no good words to start with J. No. Jen, jumping Jizz. dick. Jizz dick. 
Chizdick. Thank you. <laughs> Anonymous. Thank you. We're so scared of you. Creative. You. Yeah. Donovan McHone. Thank you, Mr. McHone. He's uh, probably the looks of it. Got a nice set of taters on him, man. Nice set of man titties. Thanks, Donovan, buddy. Flash Jackson. Thank you, Flash. He's a fast comer for sure. Yeah, fuck yeah, he is. <laughs> how about Clayton Peak? I feel like that's how you have to say his last name. Peak. That's a really... <laughs> Those are the nastiest. The, what about those things you eat at Easter? Those nasty. Oh, yeah. Things. Those things are disgusting. Those are gross. Yeah. Just like your underwear, Clayton. <laughs> You're gross. <laughs> disgusting. Next, we got Mel Drizzle. For shizzle. Hell yeah, we do. Mel Drizzle. Thank you. Like, how, yeah. how about David Bentley? David mm. Bentley, thanks for being here, man. I used to work with a guy named David Bentley. I hated that motherfucker. So if you are him, thanks for circling <laughs> back. But I think you're someone different. I do love this David Bentley. Thank you, David. Hell yeah. Justin West. Thank you very much, sir. Way better than Justin North. I don't fucking know. How about Greenstone Ryan? That's his uh, name on uh, 4chan there. You can find him posting (laughs) pictures of uh, Joe Biden naked and shit. Thank you, Mr. Greenstone. (laughs) Dylan Franklin. Thank you very much, sir. Harry's Ballsack. No, Hollis. Hollisk. Harris Hollis. Hollis. They named him after a fucking uh, husk, hola, husker corn there, I think. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely one of them Midwest names right there. Har- Harris Hollis. It looks kind of foreign. Maybe maybe, yeah. maybe he subscribed by accident. He's got the two little nipples above the A. Nice nipples on oh, your yeah. name. <laughs> Next, we got Shannon Nunnery. Oh, that's kinky, dude. Oh, yeah. Nuns are hot. That's a fucking slut name right They're there. Nasty. I love it. They don't wash their pussies. <laughs> No way they do. Sharon Nunnery, we hope you don't participate in that not non-washing shit. How about Nikki Dick Wolf? Nikki. I think Nikki's been around for a long time. I'm very aware of Mrs. Wolf, and we are thankful, Mrs. Wolf. Thank you. Zachary. Thanks. Zachary, dude. Very he's anticlimactic. Here. He's here and he's queer. Thank you, Zachary. The cherry. Mike Chizuk. Which was a nickname for my penis briefly in the seventh grade. I went with Chizuk and then I went with Juggernaut, but uh, Juggernaut stuck. Chizuk did not stick. But Mike, if you're ever in my presence, I will stick to you, my friend. Liz, thank you. Thanks, Liz. Liz the Les. <laughs> Big Z. I'm 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 glad that I don't have a, a Z in my last name or my first name because. Those are cursive hard words, dude. Those yeah, are it is. hard cursive letters. They're kind of cool, though. So I kind of feel bad for Liz. <clears throat> yeah. Got to deal with that shit. Kind of like it. How about Mia H? Hopefully this is Mia Hamm, Mia the Hamm. famous <laughs> hot-ass soccer player from back in the 90s, mm-hmm. early 2000s. But if not, Mia, we accept you anyways. Um, Christian, thanks. Love your book. Oh, no. This is not <laughs> just for Christian. This is for Christian's wife. Okay. He, uh, he wrote us and he said, don't shout me out. Shout out my, my wife, Sierra. Oh, it's her birthday. And I started right back. Sister Christian, I'm in love with you. But I didn't write that back because it's hard to convey that in an email. That's true. And I said, I will tell Sierra happy birthday. And he said, make sure you tell everyone that her tits taste like juicy fruit bubble gum. (laughs) And I said, God damn, dude. Where are you at? Where are you at? (laughs) And he said, I'm right here celebrating my wife's birthday. Fuck yeah, man. My lady friend. I think it was his wife. I'm pretty sure it could have been his girlfriend. Nonetheless, yes. it was a sweet, sweet lady friend, and she got juicy fruit tits. <laughs> if so, he is married, then this is definitely his girlfriend. He's talking yeah, about. <laughs> and if you're not married, 
Sierra, he's proposing. Surprise. <laughs> Congratulations. Happy birthday. Isaiah Garcia. Oh, I love that ice cream. You know, uh, Cherry Garcia. Yeah. How about I? How about we try some of your ice cream, Isaiah? Mm, yeah. Fuck. Uh, let me see here. We got the Wilbs. <laughs> Hell yeah, the Wilbs. That's a cool name. I used to do those on my on my bicycle. Do Wilbies all over the fucking <laughs> Wilbies flat, dude. <laughs> Eric McGaffey. Eric, man, been here a long time with us. Maybe. If not, love to snort cocaine with you sometime, pal. And that goes double for Kendra Hunter. Thank you very much, Kendra. Kendra Dick Hunter. <laughs> yep. Kendra, thank you. Yo, Kendra. Kendra's a pretty name. It is. But na- she's a nasty. It's a dirty you name. You tell she's nasty. She's yeah. like, she's not, but she's nasty. Yeah. How about Linda? This is your mother-in-law. <laughs> she's so bored. It's definitely not. Fucking- <laughs> she's so fucking bored that she has to subscribe to the Brohio Patreon. Thank you, Linda. Uh, Now we got, is it? Ana, anal. Ana, anal dick. <laughs> Thanks, anal. Ain't your dick. It's my dick. It ain't your dick. Ain't your dick. And James Compton. Thanks, James. You're the best, buddy. If you would like to join us on Patreon, go to Patreon.com/slash Brohio Podcast. How about the newspaper article for this week? Hotel guest wakes up to manager sucking his toes. Oh fuck. Oh my fucking god. Yes. Why are you sucking on my toes when you got that big, juicy dick laying right there on my thigh? <laughs> a hotel manager has been accused of entering a guest room and sucking on his toes while he's asleep. <laughs> Metro Nashville. Okay, Nashville. A bunch of goddamn hillbillies. Hell yeah. Nashville Police Department charged David Neal, 52 years old, with aggravated toe sucking. <laughs> Is that a real crime? Aggravated burglary <laughs> and assault after reportedly cloning a key card oh, fuck. and letting himself into the room of Peter Brennan. Gay. Gay. <laughs> Brennan told WTVF he was sleeping at the Hilton downtown Nashville Hotel when the alleged assault happened. Quote, I was in Nashville for a work conference, he said. I woke to a gentleman, an employee of the Hilton, assaulting me. I instantly jumped up and was screaming, went in a sort of a fact-finding mode. Who are you? Why are you in my room? What are you doing here? I could see he was wearing a uniform. He had his name tag on. He was talking to me, but not giving me any substantive answers. Neil admitted entering the room, but told officers he could smell smoke. (laughs) Got the fucking hairy-ass toe knuckles, buddy. Get out of here, you nosy pervert, or I'll slap you silly. (laughs) Brennan claims the alleged assault has left him with post-traumatic stress disorder and trouble sleeping. I still don't really feel safe in my own home, he said. Now Brennan plans on suing the hotel. Michelle Myers, a spokesperson for uh, Hilton, told Channel 5 News, Hilton Nashville downtown is independently owned and operated by a third party and no Hilton entity employs staff for this property. The safety and security of our guests is our top priority, and this sounds like someone that's about to get their fucking tits sued off. (laughs) Oh, yeah, for sure. The moral of the story, you can't be sucking people's toes (laughs) in the middle of the night. They don't want it. Unbeknownst to them. No no scanning key cards. I would really like to suck your toes. (laughs) I saw you walk in with those Crocs, and I thought you looked delectable. (laughs) I put my feet up. We got a new, uh, it's called a cocktail ottoman. We Mm -hmm. We got new furniture. And this ottoman takes up the entire living room. Mm-hmm. My wife uses it for folding laundry, to get fucked on, to uh, <laughs> she uses it for a lot of different stuff. 
but she was folding laundry. And I put my feet up after I was done mowing the grass. I had my Crocs on. I was out crocking oh, yeah. around the yard with no socks on. <laughs> crocking and rolling. Croc and roll, dog. And she said, oh, my God, your feet smell like vinegar. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, it's not my feet. It's these Crocs. <laughs> and I kicked my Crocs off. I started waving them in the air like a pair of, like a oh, fucking, man. like a surrender flag. Just gassing them out. Everyone in the house started <laughs> gagging. They said, everyone in the house said they could either smell Fritos or vinegar. Oh, man, that's rough. I just get tired of being made fun of by my own family. <laughs> Because the thing is, I live here, I pay fucking bills, I keep food on the table. The least they can do is pretend that I don't smell for a little bit. It's true. Do me a favor. Common courtesy. The picture, those are some good looking feet there. Yeah, those aren't bad. If that, what the guy's feet look like. Yeah, I could see it then. I would definitely suck on those toes (laughs) if there was money involved. I don't know if I would necessarily go out of my way to... It's not worth the catching a catching a felony. Toes. No, not worth a felony at all. Yeah. Fuck, dude. I'd love to get a foot job sometime. <laughs> Ask that guy. Someone with <laughs> rough feet. <laughs> Scrape you up real good. I tried this one time. Well, my wife was sleeping. She's wearing one of them tank tops and mm-hmm. her titty was hanging out. Oh, yeah. And I started sucking on it while she was asleep. <laughs> Is that, can you catch a charge for that? <laughs> I think you might have a warrant. <laughs> Anyways, dude. <laughs> she woke up madder and shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Imagine waking up with someone on your tit. <laughs> I don't be sleeping brawling in one of them tanks, dude. Just I know. letting them all hanging out all over the place. Just asking for it. <laughs> but I think I started to latch on a little hard. Oh, uh, yeah. I woke her up. Just bite on it. Felt like a spider bite or something. Sharks flicking your mouth. <laughs> Stuck your finger between my canines. <laughs> if you ever had your titty sucked on in the middle of the night, send us an email, broiopodcast at gmail.com. This goes for male, female, cat, dog, fish. If you ever sucked on fish titty, send us an email. God, I hope we get that email. <laughs> Got a lot of I'm tired emails this week. A lot of people are yeah, tired. I I'm feel tired that, man. Too. I just get yeah. tired. Um, had our first lightning thunderstorm two nights ago. Mm-hmm. The bedroom started lighting up in the middle of the night. Ooh. I'm so accustomed to there not being lightning storms anymore because, you know, it's the winter time, but now we're yeah. going into spring. The bedroom started lighting up, and I said, here we go. I'm getting abducted. This is what I've been waiting for. <laughs> Finally. And I laid there with my eyes closed just to take it, just like my wife when she took that titty, mm-hmm. and um, she took me on that tit in the middle of the night. I was just waiting to uh, be taken by whatever creature was there to get me. But then... <laughs> woke me up. Pissed the dog off. Everyone was scared. <laughs> Both cats were in the bathtub. Everyone's running for their life. It's Damn. 2 a.m. I didn't wake up to that. I, I, I completely missed out on the thunderstorm. I didn't. Got <clears throat> my ass, dude. Man, I was fucking snoozies. I'm all right. You, I know you guys are wondering if I'm all right. I'm okay. Good. Let's take a quick break for a couple of our um, truly powerful sponsors. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That was good, right? It was really good. How about William Clyde Gibson? William Clyde. Yeah. Anytime you name your son Clyde, you know he's going to be a strong-ass dick beater. Mm, for sure. An egg beater. Yep. I beat my eggs, dude. <laughs> Gramble them. Gramble them up. Fry them. Yeah, this is like a... Clyde's very... Um, you name someone that when you know they're just going to have a hairy dick right off the bat. Like, not just the balls, but dick, like, up shaft. Shaft? Like, yeah. I was thinking if you knew your kid was going to be, like, a horse fart, like a horse trainer. Yeah named Clyde. Yeah. I think there's a movie where there's a monkey named Clyde. I remember Stacy's grandpa, he, he, he right turn, Clyde, when I was driving. Mm-hmm. I'd say, oh, man, I got no fucking idea what you're talking about. <laughs> He's like, you ain't never seen that movie? <clears throat> no, I've never seen that movie. Yeah, no idea what that is, but... No idea. William Clyde Gibson III, he found his way out of his mama's butthole. That's where all serial killers from is from come from is their mama's buttholes. On October 10th, 1957, in... Raleigh, North Carolina. Beautiful. I was actually nine tenths of the way through the police department process in mm-hmm. Raleigh, North Carolina mm-hmm. when I was about 21, 22 years old. And I was at the finish line. I'd passed everything, passed all, you know, and they they were doing my uh, my post offer polygraph, which I passed the the first one. And I never really asked during the entire process how much money I was going to make. Yeah. And then they, f- I finally figured out they were only going to pay me like 14 bucks an hour to be a cop in fucking <laughs> North Carolina, Raleigh. Hell no. Yeah, this is 10, 12 <clears throat> years ago. Yeah. I said, fuck you, man. I'm not, yeah. God, you trying to starve me to death? Am I supposed to eat bullets in the, in the p- patrol car? To $14 yeah. an hour. Unless there's like literally no crime and it's like the easiest job ever, then I mean, but I would assume that's probably. They're like, well, my boy, it's North Carolina. We got a lot of great things going on downhill. And I said, no, absolutely not. Remove my name from the running. I'll go unload fucking trucks at Lowe's for, you know, more than that. Yeah. God. Yeah, it's silly. North Carolina. You guys are crazy. You guys got one tree hill. That's it. That's the only good thing that came out of there. 
But Sophia Bush's raspy voice, that's the oh. only good thing. I loved her. That's I still love her. I haven't seen her in a minute. Well, I've seen her all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you close your eyes, anybody can be Sophia Bush. Got me in trouble a couple True. times. So when my wife gets laryngitis and her voice starts to go out, I'm like, come here, let me fuck your mouth. Let me fucking smell your hair. Get over here. Now, old William, we'll call him Clyde for this episode. Yeah, Clyde. Kids, <clears throat> Clyde. If I pronounce that clip by accident, just know I mean Clyde. <laughs> he was the youngest of four children. His dad, uh, William Jr., was a tree trimmer <laughs> by Ooh. trade. And his mom, uh, Geraldine Jerry Gibson, she was a cashier at Sears where I had my first credit card. Hell yeah. And he, um, I think it's a prerequisite. If you're a tree trimmer, uh, an arborist, I believe possibly what they call him. Mm -hmm. Prerequisite, you're just a fumbling, sloppy drunk. Yeah. Yeah. You get drunk and you chop down trees. That actually sounds kind of cool, I'm not going to (laughs) lie. Yeah, man. That's hard work. Yeah. Hard ass work. Now, they wouldn't stay around Raleigh for very long. The family picked up shop and moved when uh, Clyde was just two years old to New Albany, Indiana. Hmm. They had a, and he, by all counts, this guy, Clyde, I got a burp stuck between my right nipple mm-hmm. and my bottom of my mandible. I got it. Oh, yeah. I, I don't like burping on the podcast, mm-hmm. but it happened. Yes, yeah, I mean we can we, we can agree that that happened. We've done a pretty good job of not burping on the and I, that nothing cringes me out worse than when I do listen to a podcast. Yeah, and they're just like burping. Mm, what about farts? Um, I can't remember the last time I farted. Not that we've ever done that on this show. Not directly into the microphone. No, very true. A lot of fart noises. Yeah, yeah. By all accounts here, old Clyde, he had a pretty normal upbringing. That's not the case with most murderers, uh, uh, serial killers. They're usually pretty, got a pretty sketchy upbringing. But that wasn't the, the, that wasn't the uh, case with old Clyde. Even in his interviews, he said everything was cool. He had a good childhood. The only thing that was a little bit strange was his dad was a bit of a, f- f- a fucking drunk. Yeah, I feel like that's a... Par for the course back in those days. I used to get drunk and <clears throat> come to my bedroom and bring me pieces of wood and he chopped down earlier in the day. He was an alcoholic. <laughs> I feel like everyone needs a drunk dad for a little bit growing up. Yeah, I agree. I was with a group of fellas at work the other day and they were all talking about how their dads all wore tidy whities Yeah. And, uh, my, I never went through that phase with my dad. I don't ever remember seeing my dad in tidy whites. <laughs> oh, I know my dad did. He, that's all he fucking wore, skid marks and everything. <laughs> <laughs> and now I feel like for a, a couple rite of passage things for my children, they need to see me in tidy whities mm-hmm. They need to get caught doing bad stuff while I'm in my tidy whities Yeah. Also, another thing, the house, I got my house surrounded with cameras like Fort Knox. I worry about my children never being able to sneak out and cause trouble. Okay, that's and true. I want to give them that opportunity. <clears throat> I think like one of the things, like uh, one of the main things that I remember too is um, like a rite of passage type thing that is, you see, not only is your dad in the underwear and like the tidy whities but he's got to be in the light of the refrigerator. 
<laughs> like where all you can see is his fat ass silhouette. <laughs> I saw the Adams dad in Tidy Whitey several yeah. times. And the thing was, he had so much dick and balls. <laughs> Good for him, man. That it pushed the underwear away from his body. Yeah. So you could see side tit, but it was side nut. You could see the sides of his nuts. Hell yeah, dude. And his dick all coiled up, mad like a pissed off cobra. Like bubble, what's it called? Bubble, big league chew or no bubble tape? Bubble yeah, tape. Bubble that's tape. it. <laughs> it's coiled up. You have so much dick and balls coiled up that it pushed the underwear away from his body, and you could see in the the side. Good for him. Get some side nut. And then I saw him completely naked once. After I think he just got done dicking down the the matriarch, the mom. Yeah, yeah. and I could tell it, I, there was a certain his, his scent glands were had been yeah. activated. I could smell it coming down the hallway. It's permeating. Telly did a good job. <laughs> Put in some work. You got to really dick her down good to activate those scent glands. Yeah, you do. <laughs> oh, shit. He was pollinating. Send us an email, brohiopodcast at gmail.com. Tell us what your scent glands smell like when you've been dicked down really good. The thing about Gold Clyde here... Um, he had, a, he had a really good support system growing up, but he was still a weird kid. And I had friends like that growing up where I would hang out with them because their parents were really cool, mm-hmm. but they were lames. And it's just weird how that works out. I feel, I, feel, I feel bad when two cool people have a child that's a fucking boner, that's just not cool. <laughs> Dumb as a dick. <laughs> Dumb as a dick. <laughs> and that's how my mom and dad feel about me probably is yeah. they think, you know, they're two cool people. And they said, we had a fucking idiot for, yeah. his, for a son. Like maybe they got a touch of the tism or something. <laughs> Not a touch. Whole grasp. <laughs> whole handful. Whole handful of, handful of the autism. <laughs> Possibly, man. Yeah. It happens. <sighs> From a very early age, he couldn't, he couldn't talk. Clyde couldn't talk to people. Just like me. He couldn't fucking talk. Yeah. He struggled with his speech. He was shy and he got really bad grades. Which doesn't make him a bad guy. No, it just makes him a dumb guy. It just makes him a fucking idiot. He normally preferred to stay home with his mom and just hang out with her, opposed to socializing, going to, you know, different gatherings. The coming of age parties that you go to in fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth grade, he just uh, assumed stay home with mommy and mm-hmm. see if where that where that goes to. I had some relatives growing up and we suspected them of fucking their mom. Really? Really strong suspicions that they fucked their mom. And now they're all grown up and they're really weird. Yeah. And they um you still suspect them of fucking their mom. I had some friends that did fuck a friend's mom. That's cool. Yeah. God, that's so hot. Think about <laughs> just you never think about this stuff when you're younger. Mm-hmm. And we had one friend, he was dumber than shit, man. But everyone said, oh, your fucking mom is so hot. And I would <laughs> see her and I would say, she's not attractive. She's mm-hmm. not an attractive woman. And I never fantasized about any of our friends. Mom- well, maybe your mom a little bit just because <laughs> I'm a hair man. I like yeah, hair. She had that fucking 80s blowout. <laughs> I, like, yeah, I like nice hair. <clears throat> but I feel like I really missed out on a important part of my youth by not fantasizing about yeah but we had some ugly moms surrounding us there's a lot of ugly moms man we grew up in a not a rich neighborhood so these moms that we grew up on were living off of spam and bisquicks and shit like that and like menthols and big barrel chested women marble reds is what it was beat us up yeah (laughs) mean fucking women 
It didn't even have to be their kids. They would beat them with a shoe. They didn't yeah. care. <laughs> They'd chase you around the fucking chase you around the plat with a flip flop in their hand. <laughs> now he got picked on a lot. He he had a lot of problems with kids bullying him and picking on what you know that's not that's not nice but then he finally hit his growth spurt about the sixth grade Mm -hmm. and then after he hit his growth spurt then he clyde himself turned into a goddamn holy terror he was (laughs) fighting fucking beating people up smoking snorting shooting hell yeah he was doing all kinds of bad he was talking in class he wouldn't follow directions he was getting fist fights with his classmates Then the bullying spilled over from school. He would follow these kids home in the neighborhood, and he would bully these kids on the streets, around the plat. At one point, he even took a pellet gun and shot a girl in the eye for no reason. Oh, fuck. That, you know, bitch, I don't like that eye. Damn. Taking it. Lazy eye. Using this pellet gun. <laughs> one of the most magical things that I watch on all the internets are the guys that put uh, cameras on their scopes for airsoft oh dude yes god i love that dude. they just fucking light up cheaters i want to kill people with an airsoft gun mm-hmm. god i want to do that yeah we had an airsoft gun um sniper rifle when i was a kid and we would shoot each other in the dick with it from <laughs> and it would hurt so goddamn bad it fucking man. stings man yeah, it can they, welt you up they hurt yeah at the ripe old age of 13 years old, Clyde, he started drinking alcohol Ooh. pretty regularly. He became pretty dependent on alcohol when he was only 13 years old. Damn. And he was even arrested at the age of 13 for stealing a dirt bike. Yeah, that's cool as fuck. I'm not going to lie. That's yeah, fucking dude. cool. And I had a, a drunk kid riding a dirt bike. <laughs> 13, sweet, I would have fucking hung out with him. Oh, dude, hell yeah. That's like that kid that you knew that like knew everything, every bad thing <laughs> yeah. there was to know. That's like him. And speaking of dirt bikes, yesterday I had about a pint of some type of chocolate peanut butter keto ice cream. And they load it full of the sugar alcohols. So then you just absolutely shit your guts out. Oh, man. And this morning uh, by about noon, it looked like somebody had rode a dirt bike through my was underwear. It, was it rough? There was tire tracks. Oh, man. Looked like someone went mud and doing burnouts, hitting dunes, <laughs> hitting poop dunes, just casually jumping doubles. If you ever rode them poopy dunes, send us an email. You know where it's at. Hit that like and subscribe button. Smash that. <laughs> smash the button. Smash my button. <clears throat> smash that brown button. I think it's when we were kids, people say, what do you want to grow up? What do you want to do when you grow up, little Timmy? And little Timmy would say, oh, I want to be a police officer. I want to be yeah. a NASCAR driver. Now all these fucking kids, I want to be a YouTuber. Right. That is not a job. There's no, there's no, uh, I guess it'd be this, you know, my one daughter. She, I said, what do you want to do when you grow up? She said, I want to be a fashion designer. I said, sweetheart, sit down with me for a second. <laughs> I need to tell you how stupid of a decision this is right now. I'm real with my kids. Mm-hmm. My one daughter, she said, I want to be a special needs teacher. I said, sweetheart, that's a beautiful thing, but you're going to be poor for your entire fucking life. You're going to have to rely on somebody else, some other partner for you guys to create a lifestyle that's comfortable to where you can have a nice house, nice cars. Teachers are so underpaid and undervalued. It's wild. Oh, my God. Well, the good ones are. Yeah. There's the ones that like to set it and forget it like a crock pot. That's true. Yeah. And you get a bunch of fucking baby kids. Mm -hmm. Those are the bad ones. Don't pay them. Yeah, for sure. Take the money from them and give it to the good teachers. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Man, I don't know, like, thinking about back even when I was a kid, I was I was one of those fucking, like, 
idiots, kids. idiots. I never really knew what I wanted to do. And like still to this day, I still don't fucking know what I want to do. Do you mean either? <laughs> and I, and I have a, I have a good job, but if yeah. someone would have said when I was 16 that, Hey, this is what you're going to do when you're older. I would say, Oh, that doesn't sound very enticing at all. But, right. But also <clears throat> the industry has changed so much since we were younger. We're robots and AI and mm-hmm. you know, all this crazy stuff, man. I don't know. I think I think I wanted to go to school for criminal justice whenever I was. In yeah, that was me right out of high school. That's what I wanted to do. But then I got a job in it, in it, and then I stopped going to school. Make that money, bro. And then here I am. Got your wife pumped her full of cum. Got her oh, pregnant. Yeah. Did that multiple times. Keep doing it. <laughs> Fuck no. I'll pump the cum, but I have no more babies. Fuck <laughs> <Like> that, dog. <laughs> Babies are bad for your health, dude. Yeah, bad for your fucking, for your fucking life. <laughs> no, I like babies. No, I do like babies too. I hate kids. They like taste babies. Awesome. <laughs> fat arms. <laughs> you want to taste some of mine later? <laughs> your fat arms. No, my, my, some of my babies. Taste some of my babies. <laughs> Old Clyde, uh, he, uh, he had he had uh, dirt bike tracks in his underwear. I think is where I'm at in yep. the research. Poop dunes. Eventually, school was just too much for Clyde, so he dropped the fuck out, which yeah. is crazy to me that you can just stop going to school whenever, you're, whenever you reach a certain age. Wild. You just quit school. Like, yeah, I quit. He maintained a relationship with the local police department, though. He was constantly stealing, crashing cars, drunk driving, you name it. He was just a bad, bad dude. Bad kid. He was an all-around fuckhead. He was dumber than shit, dumber mm-hmm. than a box of rocks. To kind of escape the problems he was having in his life, he did what all dumb people do. He joined the army. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> oh, shit. Shots fired. That's not <laughs> saying that everyone in the army is dumb. That's just saying there's a lot of dumb people in the army. Jesus Christ. But every time I call a certain branch dumb, they write me and they say, Nick, you're right, buddy. I'm surrounded by dumb people. <laughs> I know a lot of incredible people. Yeah. Incredible men. Some of the best people I've met in my entire life. Resourceful, smart guys that are in the army. But then I know a lot of really fucking dumb people. Yeah, I would say the majority of the people I know are fucking stupid. <laughs> I mean, they get they got more balls than I do. I'll, I'll give so them that. I give, I'm pussy ass yeah. bitch. They yeah. got all the street cred from me. I don't love my country enough to die for it. <laughs> the thing about my army buddies, those guys will shit anywhere. They don't oh, yeah. care. I mean, I'm kind of like that too, though. No, these guys will dig a hole behind Dairy Queen and shit. They don't. They don't care. They'll dig Which a hole. Dairy Queen? <laughs> Let's figure this out. Let's figure this out. <laughs> So he was stationed in Germany, uh, but apparently they got some good fucking drugs over there in Germany. I didn't know about nice. that. He developed an addiction to heroin, Fuck. cocaine, and LSD, and he'd mix hmm. all that shit together with alcohol. Oh, fuck. You've never truly lived until you've had heroin mixed with cheap whiskey. What a fucking animal, dude. Malort. Drink some of that, guys. Look that shit up and drink that. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> His time in the military wouldn't last very long, though. He was dishonorably discharged in 1979 for stealing a fucking car. <laughs> what if it was a fucking tank? How cool would that have been? What's I call it when I come too fast? My wife is a dishonorable discharge. <laughs> when she goes to bed mad. 
<laughs> she knows like as soon as I st- I'll be like god damn that's wet and she's like you're done aren't you <laughs> like this what? feels fucking good uh, every time I fuck you I go deaf <laughs> This oh. this feels felt good. God, God, you feel so you felt so good. I'm not proud of that. Yeah. No, no, no. You know, yeah. Sometimes I'll do her a solid, and I'll sit down Indian style for an hour before I have sex with her, mm-hmm. and make my lower extremities fall asleep. Oh yeah. So then I'm just hot dogging her for about thirty <laughs> minutes until everything comes back. Oh man! Just watching my thing bend in a half like a taco shell, and yeah, I did that one time with some of that with some of that lube that numbs you. <laughs> Boy, let me tell you what it fucking numbs. You can't feel shit. You're like, God damn, that thing's still attached, <laughs> dude. Yeah, I felt so bad for my poor fucking wiener. I was like folding it up and shit. <laughs> like, I made an orig- like I some origami swan out of it. Turn that bitch point. into a billfold. <laughs> <laughs> my italian wallet <laughs> hey dick i was doing that fourfold thing that the girls do to pick a number and pick a color with <laughs> One, it two. Yeah. see how many kids you have where you're gonna work out and you get all give me a number and a color put my balls in my ass everything man nothing nothing worked <laughs> hot dog in her yep god yeah <laughs> had that geriatric penis <laughs> that's what i want <laughs> never use that shit again <laughs> i tell you what i threw it away <laughs> for your ass dude <laughs> But <laughs> that's where I put it. Yeah. Now he did. Um, he got dishonorably discharged, but he did do two years of incarceration at Fort Leavenworth for stealing that car in 1979. He made really good use of his time there at Fort Leavenworth. He actually tried to kill himself by slitting his wrists, which, for all intents and purposes, probably would have been the best thing that could ever happen to any of us in terms of this guy if he just would have succeeded. <clears throat> And actually died, but that wasn't the case. He lived through it. They uh, fucking mended those slitted wrists, and he set sail out of there, uh, Fort Leavenworth, in 1980. And when he got out of Leavenworth, out of prison, he met a nice woman. She was an artist, and he was he was a he was an artist as well. He got a in one of his prison stints, he actually got an associate's degree in in art. Huh. But he met a woman. Um, Good job getting a degree for something you'll never fucking use. Stop it. <laughs> Cold turkey goes great on sandwiches, but that's no way to break a bad habit. We have something a little better for you. Fume. And Fume looks at problems in a different way. Not everything in a bad habit is wrong. So instead of a drastic, uncomfortable change, why not just remove the bad from your habit? Fume is an innovative, award-nominated device that does just that. Instead of electronics, Fume is completely natural. And instead of vapor, Fume uses flavored air. And instead of harmful chemicals, Fume uses all-natural, delicious flavors. And it's really easy to understand, guys. You're replacing a bad habit with a good habit. The fume device, it feels great tactile in your hand. It kind of gives you something to do with, uh, something to play with while your your brain is, when it would typically resort to a bad habit, you know, stepping outside at work for 15, 20 minutes every hour or two. You got something that you can you can do it anywhere. You're not you're not blowing a vape into the air. You're not doing anything that's kind of you know objected by anybody else. But you're breaking a bad habit, and it can occupy your mind at a time otherwise it, w- it would be occupied by something that you've spent years, even decades, a habit you've been trying to break. And I've told you guys before what fume has done for me to help me stop biting my fingernails, and it's helped uh, stop 
help me with my sweet tooth and my cravings. Kind of uh, help me a little bit, keep those those cravings away. I'm not. They don't. They don't say they help with that, but it it, it has helped me. Maybe it can help you guys. So uh, stopping is something we all put off because it's hard, but switching to Fume is easy, enjoyable, and even fun. Fume has served over 100,000 customers and has thousands of success stories, and there's no reason that can't be you. Join Fume in accelerating humanity's breakup from destructive habits by picking up the journey pack today. Head to tryfume.com and use our code BROHIO to save 10% off when you get the journey pack today. That's try fum.com and use code brohio to save an additional 10% off your order head to tryfume.com slash brohio to save 10% off your order today <laughs> we've already made fun of the army people we can't make fun of the yard people yeah it's too much that's true i think it's way too much for this episode still more of a degree than i have so yeah it is <laughs> The only fucking degree I got is the, uh, the deodorant in my drawer upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> got fucking two fucking tubes of that. Sport. Yeah. Degree sport. <laughs> Mine just on my fucking thermostat. <laughs> <laughs> they married. Uh, they did get married. He married the artist, but not long after he found out they got married that he was suffering from infertility. All that LSD, dog. His dick was a pussy. <laughs> it was scared to make babies. It was in a billfold. It was a, not a good wiener. And nope. had a fake dick. <laughs> this sent him into a tailspin, Robert. Oh, shit. He was smoking upwards of 20 marijuanas per day <sighs> after the news of his fake dick, of his imposter dick. Not being able to make a child. He said he was smoking around 20 marijuana joints per day. Chain smoking marijuanas. Hmm. And if you or someone you know is addicted to marijuanas, there's help out there for you. A, you don't have to flush your life down the toilet. <laughs> it's an epidemic, man. You don't have to be a fat <clears throat> loser. Because marijuanas makes you eat Oreos, man. That's true. Speaking of which, that's what I was eating before I came over here. <laughs> to sleeve. <laughs> Have you seen those mega stuff ones that have yeah, three dude. inches of cream in them? Good God, those are too much. Yeah. I like the double stuff. That's like perfect. I got the mega stuff one. It's like there's literally like four cookies in the entire pack. It looks like a hotel pillow between the cookie, <laughs> between the cookies. Yes. Oh, shit. That's a lot of creme, my yeah. friend. La creme. It's pretty fucking good, though. It is good. Uh, I'll tell you a secret about those when we go off the air. All right. You can actually get a... a never mind. Okay. <laughs> These women out here will do anything for Oreo cream, though. <laughs> Hell yeah. Now, this is coming from the, the wiki page because they just they summarize it so much better than I could have done breaking it down. On January 26, 1991, Clyde hit a pickup truck in an automobile accident but sped off after seeing a nearby police officer attempt to inspect the damage. In an ensuing high-speed chase, he eventually crashed into another vehicle oh, from shit. which the other driver had eight ribs broken. <laughs> Damn. And Clyde <laughs> suffered injuries that required numerous stitches on his fucking dome piece. Eight months later, Clyde was charged with robbery and sexual battery relating to an incident involving a 21-year-old woman. He caught her up in a phone booth. And if you don't know what a phone booth is, and you're too young for this show anyways, but he caught, he went in a phone booth with this woman and started feeling on her tits and fucking ass. <laughs> Damn. Grabbing her up, sexually assaulted this poor 21-year-old woman in a phone booth. 
Should have fucking killed his ass right there, but we mm-hmm. didn't. We let him live. This happened in Louisville, Calaria, uh, in Louisville, Kentucky. At the subsequent trial for this case, his lawyer claimed that he was mentally ill and requested a competency evaluation. They found out that old Clyde was working with an IQ of 79. Hell yeah. So that puts him someplace <laughs> between a snapping turtle and a potato. <laughs> It's a snapping turtle. <laughs> oh, my Lord, it's a snapping turtle. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Yeah, he had an IQ of 79. Hell yeah, good for him. That motherfucker couldn't even hold the flashlight for dad in the garage. He was so stupid. <laughs> his fucking IQ is a C for an IQ. <laughs> he gets his IQ back, and it's just a fucking uh, box. It's, it's a frown face. High C box of fucking fruit juice is all it is. It's a fucking sticker that he's scratching. It smells like an asshole. <laughs> hey, man, where do you buy those at? <laughs> you could make a lot of money if you do a scratch and sniff. It smell like poop. <laughs> Different people's assholes. What flavor is this? Chocolate pudding. Oh, I love chocolate pudding. Yeah, give it a little sniff. <laughs> he refused to take responsibility for his actions, what happened there in the phone booth, which he blamed on alcoholism. And this guy, I will say, even in his prison interviews, he sounds perpetually drunk. Sweet. Just stays drunk. He's probably just on drinking hooch all day, I bet. Oh, yeah, dude. He did not suffer from any mental illnesses that impaired his judgment. Hmm. Due to this, he was found competent to stand trial and accepted an Alford plea for which he was sentenced to seven years uh, imprisonment at Luther Luckett Correctional Complex in LaGrange. Upon learning of his conviction, his wife, the artist, she divorced him. Oh, man. I got to look up what an Alfred plea is. Yeah, I was curious about that. In federal courts, such plea may be accepted as long as there is evidence that the defendant is actually guilty. The Alfred guilty plea is a plea of guilty containing a protestation of innocence. So guilty. (laughs) That's all it sounds like. Pretty much, you just like, yeah, I'm guilty, but (laughs) this is how I used to fight with. This is like when me and my wife first got together, and she would. You know, you're very volatile when you first get together. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you both are coming off old relationships yeah, and you're trying yeah. to mix together. Mm-hmm. And I'll, sometimes just to appease her, I say, all right, I fucking did it. I'm guilty. Will you leave me alone now? <laughs> I would admit to shit that uh, I didn't even do. That's an Alfred plea. When you're so tired of the judicial system, ramming <laughs> it up your ass. You'd rather just get it over with, get them to shut up, and then... So sick of people giving you a hard time about... Uh, sexually assaulting women in front of phone booth. But you just say, yeah, 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 I'm guilty. Leave me alone. Never been there. During his imprisonment, where he was ordered to attend a sex offender rehabilitation program, he refused to admit responsibility for his crime. So he's just pretty much, Aww. you know, going through the motions here. While he was considered an obedient inmate who rarely caused trouble, he this is when he was actually able to secure his associate's degree in art from the Lindsey Wilson College. Several psychiatric assessments concluded that Gibson had poor judgment, you think, and often uh, experienced conflicting feelings of loneliness and losing control. Despite these uh, diagnostics and his refusal to complete the rehabilitation program, he was deemed unlikely to reoffend. Hmm. He was released on April 5th, 1999, after which he was added to the Indiana Sex and Violent Offender Registry. Got him. Come on down. And he found him a little girlfriend 
after he got released out of prison there in 1999. Her name was Callie Bailey, but she, uh, they didn't stay together too long because his drug addiction that had carried over from the military seemed to just fall right on behind uh. him. He was doing heroin, LSD, cocaine, smoking marijuanas. All really bad stuff, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Heroin's the only one I probably wouldn't do. Yeah. Yeah. All the other ones seem pretty cool. What crack? Mushrooms, crack, dude. Cracks poor person. <laughs> Cracks for poor, poor people. people. Yeah. Meth. Late in uh late in two thousand after they had broken up, his old girlfriend gold girl goldfish. <laughs> his old goldfish. His old goldfish. Swam out of the toilet and bit his, him on the ass. His old girlfriend, Kelly. <laughs> She actually had to file a police report because she was out delivering newspapers, just trying to get a little side hustle, you know, doing, uh, we're out here grinding in these streets. She got pinned in by him one day. He he fucking came up behind her and pinned her in with his vehicle, and he proceeded to beat the shit out of her. Damn. And they um, were actually, he was convicted of that, and, well, no, charges were dropped because there wasn't enough evidence. <laughs> wow. Yeah. What more evidence do you need than someone saying, hey, you beat the fuck out of me? Apparently more than this. <laughs> in 2001, a year later, he got arrested for stealing a Harley. Yeah, okay. Hopped on a hog. He got three years imprisonment for stealing that hog, buddy. And it's hog. Speaking of hog season. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Harleys and motorcycles. Yeah. I'm looking for Dayton-based people to ride motorcycles with. You can ride with Moo now. I know. I talked to him today. He messaged me. He said, do you ride a bike? I said, like a Huffy. <laughs> it's like a fucking... Yeah. He said, no. And I was like, I got a mongoose. I got a mongoose. <laughs> I knew exactly what he meant, but I wanted to fuck with him. No, but. I texted him today. I said, hey, man, let's ride. He said, any fucking day, any fucking time, name the time, name the place, dude. He's got one of those, um, you call them Jap bikes. Yeah. Crotch rocket. Crotch rocket. Yeah. I can't keep up with him. No. On the old uh, street glide. He'll blow you away. He'll blow me out. I'll tell blow, you what. He'll pull over and blow me. You could, probably, you could probably be on yours for a lot longer than he could his. Am I the couch? <laughs> yeah. I see some guys. Yours is built for comfort. Comfort. Yeah. Got a radio. We can listen to Five Finger Death Punch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we can listen to Daltrey. Three Doors Down. Three Doors Down. I like Three Doors Down. <laughs> That's why I said it. I was blown away. What can I say? Daltrey and Three Doors Down are pretty much the same, same That's, band. Yeah, yeah. I can play every Three Doors Down song on guitar. I believe you. Fucking. Oh. <laughs> Let's bring up with this fucking cough, copyright strike. Yeah, <laughs> I got an electric guitar right here. Hold on. Nope, your headphones or cable. There you go. See what I can do real quick. Yeah, how out of tune this is. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. <laughs> That's pretty good, right? That was pretty good, yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is Mrs. Bears, I told you. It's so fucking stupid. There you go. I first. Be like that. <laughs> That's the first time one of us played guitar on anything. <laughs> Live. Yeah, they do have like very similar vocal inflections, like Daughtry and that dude. Yeah. 
I'm here to tell you guys about one of our favorite new sponsors, First Leaf. I had some friends over over the weekend, some friends and family, and everyone's kind of, you know, I started a little fire, and then someone spoke up and said, hey, you got any, Nick, you got any wine? I said, do I ever have some wine? I got six bottles in the house. Come on in. Let's check them out real quick. And now, thanks to our friends at First Leaf, I'm always going to have great wine on hand to share with friends and family That's why I love First Leaf so much. As America's most personalized wine company, First Leaf takes the guesswork out of wine selection. I have no idea what I was picking from. They they personally curate it for you. They walk you through the process. They ask you about your favorite flavors, what you like, and then, bam, they create a list for you. It it takes out all the guesswork. You know you're not getting stuff you don't like. So it's perfect for someone that wants to dip their toe into the uh, into the wine world. You also get to choose how often you receive your wine, and every selection is backed by First Leaf's 100% satisfaction guarantee. And because First Leaf cuts out the middleman and works directly with some of the world's foremost wine producers, you get quality wines at prices much lower than you'd pay at the store. Plus, if you have any questions about your wine, like what, what to pair it with, uh, the First Leaf Certified Wine Concierge Team is there to offer expert advice. And for someone like me that's f- just starting to get into the world of wine, this first box was incredible. I was getting wines that I necessarily would have probably passed on at the grocery store just for the f- sheer fact that I couldn't pronounce some of this stuff. But they curated it perfectly to my taste and what I wanted to pair it with in terms of food. And I have to say, every bottle I've tried thus far has been perfect. Their new taste they are new flavors of wine that I would have never thought to have tried myself. It's an adventure. Every single time I dip into the wine cabinet now, uh, it's like it's like a, a, a little treat. It's something special, and that's something I would have never experienced without the, our, our friends at First Leaf. And I want you guys to try it, too. I know you're going to love it. Then they're going to take all the guesswork out of it for you. So it's perfect. It's easy. And I want you guys to use our special deal to get yourself a special deal. And you're going to love sharing wine with friends and family just like I do. So give First Leaf a try. Head over to tryfirstleaf.com slash to sign up and save 50% on your first six bottles plus free shipping. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F.com slash brohio to save 50% off on your first six bottles plus free shipping. Try firstleaf.com slash brohio. I, I promise, guys, you're going to love it. It's going to be great. You're going to save a lot of money. Give them a try. Try firstleaf.com slash brohio. Dotry can fucking sing, though, man. Oh, I hate dog. his fucking music, but he could sing. Yeah, he was good on American Idol. It, yeah. He could, he yeah. could crank it out. <clears throat> not like that, not like I just did, but nah. uh, close. Yeah, he wishes. The real rain terror for for uh, the real reign of terror for Clyde would begin in October of two thousand two, guys. This is when he would. This is when his officially started killing people. Although he claims to have killed around thirty women. Damn. I'm uh, listening to his interviews. He sounds like he's full of shit. That's okay. what he sounds like. All right. There's a podcast. <laughs> is that him? Yeah, he's a fuck, Jesus he, he's Christ. A, he's a dick nut. <laughs> he's a full on dick nut right Man. here. There's a uh, let me see here. He looks like someone who started drinking at 13. <laughs> <laughs> There's a podcast called uh, by Phil Chalmers on Chalmers. YouTube. <laughs> That's a funny name. 
has a podcast like Where to Hide the Body or Where. Oh, fuck yeah. Or, but he actually got this guy prison phone and interviewed him from. Uh, oh, hell yeah. From prison. That's the, pretty cool. The day room is right behind him, mm-hmm. though, and it's louder and shit. It's hard to hear. Of course. He was out drinking at a bar near Jeffersonville, Indiana, which if you guys know anything about Jeff- Jeffersonville, that's where you can go and get your dick sucked by Justin Rimmel <laughs> in Indiana. There he met an out-of-state beautician named Karen Sue Hodella. Oh. Ho, 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 Hodella. And Karen put the hoe in Hodella. I was going to say that. <laughs> Karen was in town visiting her boyfriend. Oh. But some way, somehow or another, she found herself spending the evening with... Clyde, who she met at the uh, local watering hole there. Naughty girl. And just by my uh, my brain power here, I was able to peer, piece everything here together. Mm-hmm. It appears they left the bar together to go buy pills in some hood-ass apartment complex. All right, naturally. And he was addicted to pills. She was addicted to pills as well. There was an argument that ensued about who got what pills, who got how many Karen felt like she was shorted pills by Clyde. Oh. Clyde said, oh, no, bitch. (laughs) And he uh, did not agree with what she decided was the proper split of the pills. This pissed Clyde off so much that he punched Karen in the face. He proceeded to beat her uh, mercilessly, mercifully, mercilessly. He beat her real bad. Yeah. He beat her bad. And then he pulled out a pocket knife, Toledo credit card, and he stabbed her multiple times in the throat. Ooh. Killing her. Ooh. Right there where she sat. Killed her, stabbed her in the throat. Yeah, I don't think I'd want to be stabbed in my throat. I don't want to be stabbed anyways, but uh, definitely not in my throat. He dumped her body in Clarksville, Indiana, which if you're ever there, you can get your dick sucked by Justin Rimmel. (laughs) From He's got a podcast called mysterious circumstances circumcisions mysterious circumcisions <laughs> he should do a spinoff <laughs> call it mysterious circumcisions Rolly does just try to guess people if they're no. circumcised or not people give their horror stories about getting circumcised <laughs> after the age of 12 yeah, we just talked about this last week i know <laughs> i kind of want to do that spinoff yeah that's ours you don't get it justin copyright 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 we're pissing on it <laughs> a few days later he had the date um he had the date of the murder tattooed on his arm Damn, what a fucking loser to uh, yeah i guess pay tribute to the evening of the murder he says this was not his first murder but why did he go get a tattoo of the date if this wasn't his first murder? Right. You don't document your 12th murder, but you do document your first murder. True. Right? True. I would think so. Do you remember the fifth time you had sex? No. But do you remember the first time? Yes. Yeah, dude. So do I. And that was probably the second or third time that night that my dad had woke me up <laughs> for that. Mm-hmm. No, I. No, keep going. <laughs> I don't want to. Okay. It hurts. It's, it's, it's scary. It's a painful memory. Not really. He's not a big guy. But <laughs> didn't hurt at all, actually. Karen's, uh. Well, oh, man. Fuck, dude. Fuck. 
Karen's badly decomposed body was found three weeks later on January 7th, 2003. Damn, three weeks? They used her thumbprints to ID her because she had a prior criminal record. Uh. Not that it makes it okay for her to be murdered, but that's how they were able to identify her. Okay. Three weeks later, he got another DUI. Why not? Yeah. Driving under the influence. After he was released from this stint in jail... He continued to frequent local bars because he got some time after this DUI. I don't fucking want to say this is like his sixth or seventh uh, driving under the influence from even from the time he was younger until then. Mm. A lot of DUIs. Those are safe driving awards in some places where you go. People are proud of that shit. (laughs) Yeah, I know. DUIs are expensive, man. Fuck that, dude. Nope. I don't I don't drink and drive, but my I used to work in the court system and I would hear how much those DUIs cost. Mm hmm. Six, seven, ten thousand dollars. Oh God! You got to go do a weekend intervention program. Whip. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. And they search your fucking. I remember it was, I. Uh, we would have people come in for DUIs, and the prosecutor would say they're gonna check your bag whenever you go stay the weekend for your weekend intervention program. Mm-hmm. And these people would come back without completing the weekend intervention program, it was either that or get two weeks in jail. Okay. And they would come back without completing the program because they would find weed and shit in their fucking suitcase. They'd take weed with them to these... Um, fucking idiots. Or bottles of booze if they're, you know, they're drunks and shit. Yeah. Fucking idiots. Jeez. Uh, yeah, he started a freak... He continued to frequent the local bars, and on February 21st, 2006, he stole a woman's purse with $300 <laughs> inside. This dude is just a fucking scumbag. He's a deviant. <laughs> it's like he just can't like do anything good, like any good deeds or anything. No. He's just like, ah, fuck it. I'll just steal this bitch's purse. And the woman that he stole from this time, she had a good husband. He said, oh, hell no. And he tracked him down. Followed, fucking hell yeah. Tracked his ass down. And he, you know, this, we would went street vigilante justice yeah. from here. But no, he just called the police. Uh, he said, I know just where this guy went. He's bad. He stole my wife's purse. So they uh, they went and arrested him. And he did three years in prison for this. Uh, uh, this is, you know, his fourth or fifth stint in prison at this point. Yeah. So he got three years in prison. In 2009, he made his way out of prison. Thank God, because mm-hmm. we're not done we're, we didn't want to be done with this podcast episode, and if he would have just stayed in prison for his yeah. entire life, he never would have been able to kill the additional people that he killed. It's crazy how the justice system works. I thought prison was supposed to reform these people. It does, in most cases. <laughs> oh, not, yeah. not Clyde's case. <laughs> Maybe he was changed this time, and there was hope. He got a job at a hardwood flooring company. He was, uh, most of the people there, they described him as being dil- a diligent worker, and everyone had positive reviews of him. He was helping out at church, and hmm. he was taking care of his sick mother. His mom was suffering from cancer. Wow. And he was taking care of her, and he was also doing some art on the side. He was doing lots of paper mache masks, lots of other goofy art stuff. But, you know, the people around him at work and his loved ones said he had turned a corner. Things were getting better. But then on the flip side, you ask the people at the bar, they'd say, uh, he's still a bastard. All the people from <laughs> at that time that, that knew where he was at and what he was doing, they said, he ain't changed shit. He's still f- snorting pills. Yeah. Still stealing, still being a scumbag. We don't let him, we don't, we don't want him being around. <clears throat> Bad stuff, dude. Yeah. No bueno. 
August 2011, he stopped going to church altogether when his mom was placed in a nursing home. She would unfortunately later go on to pass away in January of 2012. So the woman that he had held so in such a high regard his entire life, his, his mother, the woman that he would skip out on time with his own friends with to hang out with, to hang out with his mom, he died, mm-hmm. passed away, leaving him behind, leaving him in a deep, dark psychological pit that he could not escape from turning him what little good there was of him turning it all bad real 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 bad (laughs) and he really stunted any progress he was making at this point on march 24th that year he met 35 year old stephanie mcmahon from wwf (laughs) story about triple h he you know he met 35 year old stephanie marie kirk (laughs) at the Uptown Bar in New Albany, where he arranged to take her on a motorcycle ride. Hell yeah. They spent the day doing drugs, <laughs> fucking having sex. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. And the crazy thing is, in this podcast interview he does with this guy, he says, we well, yeah, met this girl, we were riding a motorcycle, and she was wearing a wig because she was ate up with cancer, but god damn, she was hotter than fuck. <laughs> And this podcaster, his face is just like, oh, my God. And this this Clyde, he talking about, he said she had one of them, you know, she had one of them clamp down pussies. <laughs> just fucking clamp down. Oh, God. She, fucking, <laughs> she had that gorilla she, grip. She took that fucking wig off. She's bald all over. She had one of them fucking clamper pussies. <laughs> Me, I'm pretty fucked up. I see the God damn, dude. I see the humor and everything, and I was listening to this in my car saying, What the hell is going on here? This nasty bastard. One of them clampers. <laughs> you got one of them clampers on. She her. had a bear trap between her legs. If your wife's got a clamper on her, send us an email so we can shout her out on the episode. Hell yeah. Nothing makes a wife happier than than to hear her name on this podcast that she does not listen to and to hear how wonderful her vagina is to her husband. I yeah. tell you what, it'll move mountains. It'll recon- rekindle a primal desire mm-hmm. for sex in your marriage that you did not know that you were lacking. Cracking. Yeah. Crack a lacking, lacking, licking, licking. Love licking on the puss. Nothing's better than letting a bunch of strangers know that she's got that fucking kung fu grip. Nothing's better than pinning those legs behind her head and listening to her fucking fart. (laughs) That's it. That's all there is to it, Rob. (laughs) (laughs) Your fart. Oh, man. I think I've ever heard my wife fart before. I got to change that tonight. (laughs) Just push some air into her ass. <laughs> just put your mouth on and just go <sighs> I think I'd kill her wouldn't it <laughs> probably blow her up like a balloon <laughs> we had that like when we were kids we got this uh uh little fishing kit thing and you know all you know had bobbers and hooks and shit in there. Mm-hmm. but then it had this it looked like an eyedropper bottle with a needle on it mm-hmm. and you'd cram it in the worm and you'd blow air into the worm what and it would make the worm like float i think i think it's we never really did it but turn the worm into a bobber it would turn the worm it would make it fat and float pretty much I weird think. but then we started stabbing each other with it 
And my dad's like, fucking quit. You're going to fucking kill each other. <laughs> Put air in your. And he dropped it. And then later on that night, I said, dad, were we really about to kill each other? He said, yeah, you blow air bubbles in your, in your, uh, like bloodstream in your bloodstream to fucking kill you. And I was just like, you're so crazy. <laughs> you're such a kidder. <laughs> but he was really mad. He never got mad, but he was mad. We were stabbing each other with that. <laughs> fucking shanking each other with yeah. fucking turkey baster. No patience at all. <laughs> never wanted you to have any fun. Yeah, I know. So after they spent the, the two days on a bender snorting fucking drugs and motorci- riding <laughs> motorcycles, they uh, even they engaged in a little little sex, a little cancer sex there on and off for a little bit for a couple days. The pair, the two of them returned to Clyde's house where they argued over some pills, just like the last the, uh, Karen. They were arguing over pills. From this argument, he proceeded to strangle her and rape her after he killed her. Damn. This was such a violent act that he actually broke her back in the process of raping her. Holy shit. He did also, and like I said, he had sex and, and, and engaged in intercourse with her after uh, postpartum, from postmortem, postpartum's when you have a baby. <laughs> yeah. She did not have a baby. She's post-mortem. postmortem. She was dead. Post, postpartum's postpartum. After you're done pooping. <laughs> Put her in the garage for two days. Fuck. And um, he claims that there was a friend that he had known for a while that he would kind of, you know, this friend would come over and talk. This friend would talk about all the bad stuff that he did. Mm -hmm. And then Clyde said, well, I got one for you, bud. I got a dead motherfucking body in the garage. And they both started working towards cutting this body up and slowly dismembering it and getting rid of it. Fuck. Then it all kind of went to shit, man. There was his his mom had a best friend by the name of Christine Weedus. <laughs> Weedus, of course. I'm just a teenager, baby. I was, I was gonna make that reference, but I didn't know if you would know it or not. I know, I know everything. <laughs> I'm just like a mushroom, you know. Just keep me in the dark and feed me shit. Yeah, but his uh, his mom's best friend, her name was Christine, and the the rumor mill. This guy, this fucking scumbag, claims this seventy five year old woman, after her husband died, mm-hmm. she started fucking him. Oh shit! It's very strange. That's weird. But it was weird because this woman was his babysitter growing up. Okay, she took care of him growing up, and then he claims that there was a sexual relationship. I don't see it. You know, I've seen the pants that 75-year-old women wear. Those pants aren't made for sex, buddy. No, they're made for diapers. And I, yeah. <laughs> when, I was, when I was little, we had some old neighbors, and I went in one time uh, to see her, mm-hmm. and she told me to come in. Uh, I knocked on the door. I would always go over to see them, and she was in a nighty on the little short sundress sleep thing. Yeah. And she had her legs spread, and I oh. saw her pussy. Oh, God. Probably 75, 80 years old. And I just remember I was a kid. I said, that is a <laughs> fucked up pussy. I don't know if I'd ever really seen a, yeah, officially seen a pussy at that point. It had some miles on it. That thing was tore. I don't know if it was tore up, but it didn't look well. <laughs> 
It was very sick. I think it had rabies. Yeah. And I said, that is not, that's not for having sex. <laughs> Startled me. Yeah, man, they'll shake you. Worried me, man. Shake you to your core. She was sweet. She's actually one of our, uh, someone we were really close to growing up. It was her grandma. Hell yeah. Need to do the sweetest lady in the entire world. Nasty snapper, though. <laughs> a clamper. <laughs> clamper. It wasn't a clamper anymore. Clamper. <laughs> messed up, man. God rest her soul. <laughs> the, um, so Christine would, would, would come in and out of the house to take care of him. She would, Christine would bring him food to take care of him, and she was always coming over to help take care of, of Clyde's mother. And even after Clyde's mom passed away, she would still come over. Make sure he was doing okay. See if he needed help with laundry. Just sweet. Just to take care of him. She spent her entire life taking care of him. I don't think he was really fucking her. He's a psychopath. I mm-hmm. told you, you get a seventy nine IQ. Yeah, he's somewhere in between a snapping turtle and a potato. He's dumb. <laughs> but that day that uh, she came over to check on him, he was dismembering. He was in the process of dismembering the 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 oh, woman shit. that he had just murdered. Yeah. And he said, oh, Christine, you've seen too much. And he, he t- Clyde took the opportunity to rape and strangle his mother's best friend, oh, fuck. killing her. Uh, while Christine was found in a, and this is from um, one of the articles I got from the police department. Christine was found in a partially disrobed state, face down. Her shirt was off her body on the arm, hanging off the right arm. Her pants were down around her ankles and her bra was unclasped, but still on the body. Mm. She also told the judge their first thought was that when Gibson broke her back testifying that initially when we observed the body, her, uh, her body, the legs were in an unusual position and Gibson is Clyde. Her legs were in an unusual position just up and over to the left. As we were observing her, the back appeared, the back appeared to be broken. It was unusual to us where the body was and how the legs were now the weird part of this entire thing he did have sex with her after she was dead but then he took a knife and he cut one of her tits off fuck road tit because he left he went to hooters to get chicken wings and beer after that but he took the tit with him and he he took a hooter to hooters (laughs) who are you to make that joke dude (laughs) Well, I mean, I'm just stating the I just obvious. I bared my fucking soul to you playing <laughs> three doors down on the guitar. I mean, <laughs> I set the bar low, man. Yeah, we both do. Yeah. There's no bar in the studio. <laughs> and the interviews uh, later on, he said that he put the tit in his pocket. He put it in his glove box. To How get you put it? a tit in your pocket? They weren't big tits. They okay. Big titties. It was only one tit. That's true. They put the tit in the glove box, and he drove to Hooters, and they got it out, and he uh, put the tit in his pocket and went inside. <laughs> this is so fucking weird, dude. I'm not making this who, up either. Who does this? William Clyde Gibson the <laughs> third, Someone with the 79 IQ. <laughs> and in his interviews, he says, I got too fucking drunk that night and stayed out too late, and I was all fucked up. But he said the entire time he was in Hooters, getting eating wings and... <laughs> drinking getting blasted bombed he had his hand in his pocket playing with a tit that's so awful he has new meaning to that word pocket pool 
Wow. And, you know, I, I <laughs> I've heard of lunchbox tits before. Lunchbox tits before. Glove box tits. He, he um, you know, I've never taken my wife's titties anywhere like yeah. that. Yeah. But sometimes when I get to where I'm going, I'll go to piss and I'll find a long hair wrapped around my penis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yep. It's hers. It's just her way of saying, hey, I'm with you. Hang don't in there. ever fucking cheat on. Don't ever think about doing anything dumb. Yeah. So I'm going to cut off circulation to the head of your <laughs> cock. Dude, nothing feels better than when you pull those things off. I know, but what happens when they get kind of tangled up and they just start cutting off the, you just start cutting into you? Yeah, it don't feel good. It's scary. Yeah. My my dick is too fat for that. <laughs> my wife's hair is not long enough. <laughs> it fits around the circumference of your penis. <laughs> I've said it once, I'll say it again. I can't hit the bottom, but I'll blow out the sides of a tuna can. You know what I mean? Yep. Jelly bean. Whole tit in the pocket. Okay. Here we are. He cut her tit off. He's at Hooters. He's smuggling Hooters and Hooters. This is his former <sighs> babysitter's mom's best friend, man. Wild. His two sisters came over to check the mileage on their mom's van the next day for uh, splitting up the estate. And Clyde was out getting drunk the night before. He was 10 kinds of fucked up. Uh, this is from the wiki page. Later that day, I'm sorry. When they came over to check the van for the mileage they went in the garage and they saw that the, 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 the christine was dead in the garage they panicked but they also knew that their brother was very capable of doing this that mm-hmm. he was that he was what he was yeah and at one point <clears throat> one of his sisters even came to him and said i had a dream that you slit somebody's throat with a knife and he laughed it off because he already he had already done that at this point. Um, and the wiki page reads: Later that day, Gibson was arrested for drunk driving in Christine's car and was charged with her murder. Five days later, Ooh. a few days later, he confessed responsibility for Karen's murder. He also willingly led them to the location where he had buried uh, Stephanie Kirk's body. And on April twenty seventh, authorities dug up her body from his backyard. On May 23rd, Gibson was officially charged with murder as well, with prosecutors announcing that they would seek the death penalty for all three killings. During his murder trial, prosecutors presented an interview uh, that Gibson had given to investigators upon his arrest, during which he claimed that an evil had overcome him and had made him commit the murder. On uh, October 25th, 2013, Clyde was found guilty in Christine's murder at a jury trial with the jurors taking less than 20 minutes to find him guilty on all charges. Damn. At his sentencing the following month, Gibson was subsequently handed a death sentence to which he told the sentencing judge that it was no big deal (laughs) and that he deserved what he was getting. In regards to his upcoming murder trials, he changed his plea and waived the rights to a speedy trial, choosing to plead guilty to both uh, murders instead. As part of the deal... It was decided that evidence presented at the at Karen's trial would not be used as evidence or an uh, aggravating factor in any follow-up trials. A substantial issue arose <clears throat> when Clyde had a tattoo done on the back of his shaved head, which said, quote, death row times three. He had that tattooed on the back of his skull in huge black script. What a fucking pile of hot stinky jizz that sucks according to justice suzanne orth the tattoo could prejudice the uh the jury and possibly prevent a fair trial 
And because of this, prison authorities were forbidden from cutting Gibson's hair so the tattoo could be covered up. At the final trial, Gibson unexpectedly pleaded guilty again, waiving his right to a jury trial. In spite of the guilty plea, prosecutors pushed for another death sentence aiming to prove uh, aggravating factors during the commission of Stephanie Kirk's murder. On August 15, 2014, Gibson was sentenced to death again with sentencing Justice Orth deeming that it was, quote, the only appropriate sentence in regards to the brutal killings. And if we circle back here, this was an interview that, uh, who did the I don't know who did this interview, <laughs> but this is a one-minute clip of Clyde talking about the murders. He's been he's been open. There are tons of interviews on the internet of this guy spilling the beans, but here's one of them. The first woman you killed was Karen Hodella, a 44-year-old woman who you had never met. Why did you <laughs> kill her? Just felt like it. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I didn't have to have a reason. And then you killed somebody who was a friend of your family, your mother's friend. Yeah. Christine Wittis. She caught me uh, cutting up another one. So, and then she told me she was going to call the police. <laughs> How did you kill her? Strangled her. Just trying to discover whether there's any part of your mind, any part of your, I use the word loosely, humanity, which says that this is appalling. Yeah, I don't believe I got any of that. Humanity. You have no humanity? I don't think I do. <laughs> you have no remorse at all about any of the people you murdered? It just don't, don't seem to affect me. Hmm. What a guy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Love to have him over for a fucking barbecue. Like to beat his ass. Yeah. There's a tattoo on the back of his head. Oh, yeah. He sucks. Death row times three. That's fucking huge. It's, it is they huge. Were, they weren't joking. That's a big ass tattoo. It goes from the top of his cranium to the bottom of his neck and yeah. then ear to ear. Almost from ear to ear. Yeah. Death Holy row shit. times three. Yeah. What a piece of shit. Get a bigger picture of that. He got the when he got arrested the first time. Oh, he got his ass beat. Look at that. He must have said something fly to those cops because he is busted up. Yeah, he is. But yeah, that tattoo is. That's actually not bad for a prison tattoo. It's honestly. really not, especially on the back of the head. Mm. Like it held ink pretty well. It did. Probably still fresh. There was a guy in isolation once uh, when I was at uh, where I used to work at. Mm-hmm. He was white guy and he was just tattooing his dick black just that's not how it works buddy <laughs> no it's not and he had a very he had a pretty admirable dick not a bad dick at all but he was tattooing the shit out of it dude he, Hell no. and i asked him I, and if guys were shooting tattoos i didn't care because it just did it didn't bother me it's yeah whatever pick and choose your battles sure tattoos was not something that i cared to, to try and police and I caught him ta- tattooing. He's like, fuck, man, you're going to take my gun. I was like, I don't fucking care. What? I'm not. Why are you doing that? He said, I'm just bored. And this guy's just sitting there with his bloody dick. He's sitting on. <laughs> sitting at the edge. Of his, he's sitting at the edge of his mattress and his just bloody dick's just laying there in his, uh, between his legs. And I said, what are you? Why are you doing that? He said, I'm just bored. 
I can think of a lot of other shit, shit. to do. Push-ups. I've been putting stuff in my butt before. I would have yeah. been drilling needles into water, my dick. Water bag squats. There's a lot of things. Yeah. I When I would search a cell and they would really upset me, I would always put holes in their water bags because they, tra- they would take 10 trash bags yeah. and fill them full of water and work out with them. Mm-hmm. And then I'd take my ink pen and pop it and flood their cell. Dirty tricks, man. Yeah. Desperate times call for desperate measures. Yep. Well, that's the episode on Clyde Gibson, William Clyde Gibson III. What a scumbag. And he is still on death row there in Indiana, still alive, still milking the system. I hate that mustache. Nasty. But these these victims of, of his were very attractive young women. He, I think he had a certain way with the drugs, the, the pills, and he was able to, to get some women that might not necessarily be in his league. Mm. Let me see here. Especially that 75-year-old. <laughs> She's a sweet old woman, man. That kind of... Victim. And there's one of them. No, there's one. You okay. know, just... They were, yeah, she was old. She's a 75-year-old woman. She looks like what I kind of expected. Yeah. It was like he, it should be, she could be anybody's grandma. He claimed to have killed upwards of 30 to 40. Some interviews he claims to have killed one a month. Hmm. I don't believe him. Yeah, I, I think doubt he's it. just trying to do it for notoriety <clears throat> now, just right. trying to make stuff up. Yep. He claims to have killed a cousin, and when pressed about the details, he says it's too hurtful to talk about it. Well, this guy talks about everything else, and you guys can listen to those other podcasts, listen to the interview. It's kind of rough to listen to. We gave you all the details you need. That's why you come here. True. We gave you all the hard-hitting facts. Yep. Speaking of hard-hitting facts, go to brohiopodcast.com slash cruise. we got a cruise coming up in 2024. Hmm. You can set sail on the high seas. Uh, what the mariner of the seas or the the mariner? I don't even know what it is. Yep. You can ride in a boat with us and dine. With, it's gonna be good. You can wine and dine. We'll have fun. We'll sixty nine. Yeah. Do it all. We'll go mako shark hunting. <laughs> That'd be fun. <laughs> yeah, it would. <laughs> yeah. We'll cut off your titty and put it in one of our pockets. We'll take your, we'll take your tit back with us. <laughs> Not those nasty women tits. We want some guy with big puffy, big puffers on, big old fat puffer fishes for nipples. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. But until next time, Brohio fans, thanks for tuning in. Thank you guys. Yeah, it's been real. I was thinking about doing animal fights again. Okay. I couldn't think of any good animal fights this week. All right, we'll think about it. We'll think about it. Everyone really loved animal fights. Yeah, we need to bring that back. That was good. Good, good, good. Mm-hmm. All right. Talk to you guys soon. Love ya.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.